Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's bring in Ryan Ward of the Green Bay Press-Gazette talking some Packers. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the Pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And, uh, Ryan, I, I don't think you could have asked for a much better start from Aaron Rodgers than what you got. As a matter of fact, I mentioned it earlier today, not since uh, week 9 of 2010 has Aaron Rodgers per- played this well ratings-wise, according to Pro Football Focus. What a start, huh? It's interesting you say that year, isn't it? Since in yep. camp, Aaron Rodgers said that he was looking at some 2010 film, and he noticed um, – basically a flaw in his game and he went back and, and to practice and went about correcting that flaw. He wouldn't give what that was, but he was just so crisp. His, you know, the thing that, that I guess stood out to me was how quickly he got rid of the football, which is just something we have not seen these past couple of years is the decisiveness. And um, it, it many times the past couple of years has kind of devolved into uh, a schoolyard kind of backlot football with just him him holding the ball, holding the ball, holding the ball, and, and, and trying to find a big play. It was so quick hitting in the passing game. Uh, it was it was catch catch the shotgun snap, get rid of it, read your progressions. If it's not there, go to the flat with the running back on the check down. It, it, and when that happens, you see what happens. I mean, it was just, it was a crisp operation in the passing game, and um, he's he's pretty special. He's on time. Uh, now we got to talk a little bit, at least, uh, about the injuries and where this team is now. I mean, obviously, you lose Lane Taylor for the remainder of the season, which is just tough because he um, he worked so hard to come back. I guess is the best way to put it, and and to, for him not to be able to finish this season or be injured at all, it really kind of sucks. But between him and Kenny Clark, uh, which is the more devastating injury? Depends on how long Kenny Clark is out. If he comes back, then we'll just have to wait and see. But, I mean, he obviously his impact on the defensive front is more significant. He's getting paid for that $70 million than the impact that any guard really is going to, is going to have. So, you know, for, for Lane Taylor being out for the rest of the season, it, it's it's really the, 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 big, the, the biggest, the most, it's, it's the personal part of it. You know, he, he, as you said, he worked his way back. And he was really at the top of his game. He probably had just his best camp. It was only three weeks, but he had his best camp going into this season. Um, had never played better than what he played going into this season. And 
to be gone now for the entire year is just a tough blow for him. Um, I, I do think that if if the Packers had, you know, they don't want any injuries, but they've got much more inter- interior depth than they have tackle depth. They've got Lucas Patrick. They extended two years last year specifically because they believe he's a starting caliber depth guard. Uh, he's got a shoulder, so we'll have to see how he, you know, how he is this week. But if he comes back in in, in time, he, he can be a, a suitable replacement. Um, John Runyon, the, the rookie, he played really well for a guy that didn't always look all that good in, in camp. Looked like his head was swimming a little bit in camp, and he came in and, and he only got about 15 snaps, but he he played really solid for those 15 snaps. I think that the end of the day with the offensive line, it's going to be a matter of how how does this affect right tackle? Rick, Rick Wagner was really looking to be a backup early in the season at least. Now he might be the starting right tackle. Billy Turner, when does he come back? Is he going to be the, the right guard or is he going to be the right tackle? Those are the questions that now need to be answered. So uh... – as they start to shuffle these guys around, the one thing that Matt LaFleur was very complimentary of, and rightfully so, was the fact that they moved guys around. Elkin Jenkins goes out, plays tackle, moves back in. You've got guys like Runyon coming in. And Aaron Rodgers pretty much remained clean. He clean. He was only hurried a couple of times in that ball game. Uh, how impressed were you with all the shifting going on on the offensive line with Lucas Patrick going down and obviously Lane Taylor and then moving guys around? How impressed were you with the offensive line and the way they held up against a pretty good defensive front? Stunning, really. I mean, that that he he was clean. A, a few pressures here and there, but he wasn't sacked. And you know, it's a caveat, right? Because the Neil Hunter was not on the field, and and that makes a big difference. Um, Ngakwe is new. It, yeah, it's he, he literally just arrived on on, on the Vikings defense, so. He's going to be a different player in that system by the time they, they, they meet midway through the season than, than he was week one. With that said, out the worst-case scenario that could have happened, uh, short of David Bakhtiari getting injured, is what happened. I mean, they had so many musical chairs up front, and, and for them to, to be able to weather all that and keep Aaron Rodgers clean and, and allow him the time to do what he does, it, it, was, it was very impressive. Uh, now the defensive front. Uh, we talked a little bit about Kenny Clark. Do we know the extent of that groin injury, or what they have they said anything to uh, you about how long he is going to be out? No, they have not. It's uh, it's a groin injury. Obviously, he walked to the locker room, which was the positive thing. Uh, we'll just have to see. We really, we'll get a, an indication tomorrow if he's at practice or not. Thursday is going to be the big day because they're in pads on Thursday. Um, we'll have to see how it kind of develops throughout the week. What's the concern level for uh, the defense when you look at what Minnesota did to them specifically in the fourth quarter? The, uh, the opening drive, okay, they went down a little bit too easy to score, and you thought, oh, here we go. And then after that, they really seemed to make a few adjustments, get a couple of big plays. Obviously, Jair Alexander had a big game. But uh, late in the ballgame, when you really needed – all you needed the, the defense to do was just stop them, put a dagger in them, and, and, and then it ended, and they couldn't do it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they were obviously in prevent defense at that time, and as Matt Lafleur said, I mean, you don't want to give up the big play, and and he understands that. But you can't allow chunk after chunk after chunk either, and you gotta you gotta at least make them create some some time on the clock, and 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 you know have to work for it. And they really didn't in the fourth quarter. All in all, it's it's one sample size, so I, it could still go either way. But I, I I tend to lean toward more 
the defense was shut down when this game was in question. After that opening drive touchdown, it, it three and outs, the safety turnovers, the offense for all it did well. It scored forty three points. It was zero for three in its first red zone trips. It took the offense time to get untracked and, and to find its footing, and it was allowed that time because of what the defense did after that opening drive touchdown, particularly in the second quarter. Uh, it, it, that to me was more relevant, just because that that wasn't garbage time, right? I mean, it was it was back and forth, and the Packers had the game pretty well in hand in the fourth quarter, pretty much the entire way. Uh, the, the 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 critical time in this game was that second quarter when the Packers seized control, and it was in large part because of what the defense did. So I think all in all, there was still a lot for the defense to, to hang its hat on, even though it did give up 34 points, um, just because of what it did in, in the critical moments. Uh, I like uh, the makeup of the offense and the way they use the run game. Four or five different running backs. They did it in different fashion. They did wheel routes. They did jet sweeps. They, I mean, all kinds of different things, both passing and the offense. Still, they're going to rely on the passing game, but how impressed were you with the play calling of Matt LaFleur? This was Matt LaFleur's offense as he would ideally prefer it, I think. You know, it was so much horizontal movement. It almost looked like a college offense with all the horizontal movement, especially early in the game. And that later set up the vertical downfield shots that you saw starting with late second quarter and into the second half. Um, but it got that Vikings defense chasing sideline to sideline the entire I mean, It really tired out that Vikings defense. Um, and then there's things that they're able to do with the versatility. With Josiah DeGuara, you see how they plan to use him now. The really interesting thing with him is with him on the field, just by motioning him to the the slot or or to inline or to the backfield, they can transition from a 21 two two running back look to a 12 two tight end look in the same play without the Vikings having the opportunity to substitute personnel and 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 match that the look that the Packers offense is is pre- presenting. Same thing with Tyler Irvin. I mean, he's a running back and a receiver. So they can go from an 11 to a 21 with him, depending on on, on where on where he lines up on the field. It really dictates matchups. Um, and the other, the last part of that, I mean, Alan Lazard, he he was used as much as as a running back early as he was a receiver late. Uh, it's just you, you can see kind of Matt Lafleur's vision for how to use the diversity of, of the skill set that he has on offense. Um, he wants guys that that are multiple. You talk about multiple on defense. He wants guys that are multiple and can do multiple things, and that's what he's got. And he, he used it rather well. Good stuff, and uh, we will talk later in the week. But uh, a good way to get off to the first win of the season. Now Detroit comes to call, and we'll talk more about that later. Okay, Ryan, appreciate it, pal. Take care, Bill. Talk to you soon. There you go. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette brought to you by Thomas Morola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and any other family law needs – Got to go with the experience. Go with the personal service. Get somebody who's been doing it a while. That's Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net. That's marolalaw.net. Or call him, 414-327-5800. That's 414-327-5800. That is Thomas Marola Law Offices. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.